would you do if you're so smart? I tell you, but you're too dumb to understand. What? Of course your tiny brain is confused. Guess I'll just have to dumb it down to your level. Sorry I don't speak moron as well as you, but let me try. Hi, guys. Uh, I thought about doing this talk in that little green dress, but it didn't fit. So I figured I would just stay in what I have on. Uh, how's everybody doing tonight? Great. A bit about uh, worry and how when we go into a situation that we need to worry or we have to fear that um, that fear and that worry can just be completely wiped away uh, because of the fact that Jesus died on the cross for us. And because he died and because he is perfect love, and that perfect love drives out fear, we have absolutely nothing um, to worry about uh, or to be afraid of. And so tonight, guys, I get to talk to you about something that um, I struggle with on a daily basis, um, and I'm guessing that most of you in this room struggle with as well. Um, I, would, I would even go so far as to say that you might have struggled with something like this even in the last couple of days or even today. Um, everything else that we're going to talk about throughout this series, um, things like sadness and joy and fear and worry, that kind of stuff, um, at least in my mind or in my experience, it all, those all kind of have their own seasons. Um, so every once in a while, sadness will come into my life. Um, you know, so a relative will pass away or something will happen that causes me to be sad. But for the most part, all of those emotions are kind of um, segmented into little seasons of my life. This thing that I'm going to talk about tonight is something that I deal with on a daily basis. Um, and um, what I'm going to talk about tonight is a judgment. So um, judgment is just something that has the power to completely infiltrate our lives. And I don't know if I'm saying that everybody deals with it just to make myself feel better, but um, this really is something that just completely plagues my life. Um, so I want you guys to know that, and I want you to hear a couple of my stories, um, but I also want to give you guys some, some solid action steps um, to really deal with that judgment when it comes to you, okay? So, uh, but first, I'd like everybody to bow your heads with me, and we're going to um, just enter in with a quick word of prayer. Uh, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for uh, this time that we, we are allowed to spend here uh, together in your presence tonight. God, I thank you for every student, every leader in this room. Um, I pray that you would just um, take hold of their hearts, that you would mold their hearts tonight, um, that they may be able to hear this message that you have given me. Um, may I just speak with courage the words that you have placed on my heart, and uh, may the students and leaders in this room just really hear that message. Um, may they have great conversations and discussions in small group. Uh, may they really value that time with each other. Um, and may they just really enjoy the fact that um, we get to come here and we get to be in your presence that we get to come here and we get to freely learn about you in a place that um, is free of retribution, that is free of consequence. We just get to learn about you, the creator of the universe. Um, so, Father, we just thank you for this space. Thank you for the students and leaders in this room. Um, Senior sons, heavenly name we pray. Amen. Cool. Uh, so, like I was saying just a little bit ago, guys, um, this topic of judgment is something that I struggle with every day. Um, it's not necessarily the struggle in the context of uh, good versus bad judgment. Um, it's not like I'm talking about uh, like that good versus bad stuff. So I would say that I struggle with that just as much as the next person does. Um, but that's not really what I'm talking about. So I'm not talking about um, using your judgment in the terms of I want to sleep that extra five minutes and I end up being two minutes late rather than three minutes early. That would be bad judgment. 
and I'm not thinking of, oh, I think I can push the speed limit a little bit in my car, and I end up getting some sort of a speeding ticket. That would be bad judgment. Um, while that type of judgment is important in our lives, the type of judgment that I want to talk to you about tonight is more along the lines of what is going to determine our eternal lives um, and how we are going to honor God through that judgment. We're either going to honor God through our judgment or we're going to dishonor God through our judgment. Um, so just like anything that we have questions about or we want to look deeper into, um, we should always go to the Word of God for that. So if I can have you guys open your Bibles with me, um, we're going to open up to Romans chapter 2. So Romans is going to be in the New Testament. Romans is going to be the sixth book in the New Testament. So you're going to find um, about roughly about two-thirds of the way through your Bible, you should find names like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Those are going to be the Gospels. And I heard a page number over here. Perfect. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Then you're going to run into Acts, and you should find Romans. So if you have not found that yet, that's going to be on page 649. Page 649 in your Bibles. Everybody got it? Okay, so once you have that, go ahead and uh, follow along with me. Um, I'd actually like it if we could all just read this together out loud. Um, so I'll start in, and if you guys could just follow along with me, we're going to read it out loud together. So this is Romans 2, verse 1. Therefore, you have no excuse, O man, every one of you who judges. For in passing judgment on another, you condemn yourself, because you, the judge, practice the very same things. We know that the judgment of God rightly falls on those who practice such things. Thank you for doing that. Um, so that was the ESV version. Um, your, your Bibles are ESV. Um, and the NIV version reads slightly differently. And for me, it was just a little bit easier to understand. So I'm going to read that to you. Um, it says, you therefore, it says, you therefore have no excuse, you who pass judgment on someone else. For at whatever point you judge another, you are condemning yourself because you who pass judgment, that is to say, you who judge someone, you who pass judgment do the same things. In other words, we as children of God, we have absolutely no right to judge other people, to judge other children of God because when we do that, we condemn ourselves. Or in other words, we only hurt ourselves when we judge other people. We're being hypocritical because those things that we judge others on we are also doing ourselves. And it's so easy to judge other people and forget about the fact that we are just as likely to be judged as they are. See, I call people out when they're being irresponsible drivers, except I usually have a fair share of questionable calls myself when I'm driving. And I call people out for spending too much money on material things, when at the same time, I do it as well. And so I was, as I was writing this teaching, I was hit with a lot of really hard truths, um, I was just really brought to my knees about some stuff, mainly the fact that I was being a hypocrite. And if you guys don't know what a hypocrite is, I'm going to give you a quick example. Um, if I were to be standing at this side of the gym and I were to tell somebody and I said, hey, there's no full court shots when, we're, when we have basketballs out, and then immediately after that I were to turn around and grab a basketball and shoot a full court shot, that would be me being a hypocrite. So essentially I'm being a liar. I am not practicing what I preach. 
So that was mainly the biggest thing that I was being hit with, was the fact that I was being a hypocrite. I was judging people on things that I had no idea what they were going through or where they were at in their lives. And I read a verse as I was preparing the teaching that, like I said, really, really brought me to my knees. And the verse was out of Matthew chapter 7, verses 3 through 5, and it says this. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when there is a log in your own eye? You hypocrite. There's that word again. You hypocrite. First take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly enough to take the speck out of your brother's eye. And I read this, and I immediately thought, wow. I go around sometimes, and I measure people by the standards that the world sets out, and I completely forget that I'm just the same amount of a sinner as they are. I have my own problems, just as everybody does, and I myself am no more worthy to be a part of God's family than they are. It's funny how we can go through our lives and we can just judge other people without looking at who we are. We go around and we say, that person's a nerd, or that person's really dumb, or those people are different, or these people don't belong. Every aspect of our lives is heavily influenced by the standards that the world sets. And believe me, guys, Satan wants absolutely nothing more than to see you put yourself above other people. He wants nothing more than to see evil well up in your heart and put yourself above others. That is Satan's one true goal, is to take you as far away from Jesus as he possibly can. Guys, you good? So again, that's Satan's one goal, is to take you guys as far away from Jesus as you possibly can be. And I will be the first one to tell you that that is going to be a daily struggle no matter who you are. Whether it's me, whether it's Kelly, whether it's Nikki, whether it's any of your leaders in this room, we all go through those struggles of being constantly pulled away from Jesus. So we have to make those, those very knowledgeable decisions and those tangible steps to continue to take steps towards Jesus. Every situation and every person that you encounter, you will have the option to judge them. You will have the option to, to be judgmental of them. It won't stop. You'll always have that option. However, the cool thing is that you also have the option to love people as Jesus loved them. That's your other option. You can either be judgmental of people or you can love people. And Jesus loved people for who they were right when he met them. He didn't love people because they were a good driver. He didn't love people because they were smart. He didn't love people because they looked a certain way. He loved them regardless of who they were, what they were going through, or what they were doing. When Jesus died on the cross for you and for me, and he was being laughed at and mocked and killed, he didn't, he didn't go and immediately start judging the people who were persecuting him. He didn't immediately go and start judging the people who were killing him and mocking him and laughing at him. He actually prayed for them. He prayed for the people that were killing him. He prayed for you and me 
as we held him to the cross. He said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. He prayed for the men that were killing him. And he did it because he knew that his Father in heaven loved them. And he looked at them, and rather than see who they were or what they were doing or where they were at, he loved them for their heart. He loved them for their heart. You see, when we judge people, we're treating them as objects. We're treating them as nothing more than an empty vessel. But when Jesus sees people, he sees their hearts. So my challenge to you guys tonight, my action step that I want to send you out of here with, is to try to see people as Jesus sees them. Try to see people for the heart that they have. Because it's so easy to go through life and judge people. It's so easy. But nothing worth having is easy. Salvation is worth having, and it's not going to be easy. It has to be a conscious decision every single day to love people as Jesus loved them. So again, the action step for you guys tonight is to walk out of here and try to love people like Jesus loved them. And yes, you're going to continue to have those, those times, those opportunities to judge people, but it's at that point that you need to immediately go to God. You need to ask Jesus and say, God, may I please see them as you see them. May I look past their flaws, may I look past their differences, and may I see them for the true person that they are, which is a child of God that is loved by you. And so just as you saw in the skit, when people came up and they constantly judged, they, they, they tried to see if she measured up, and she didn't. She couldn't spin a basketball on her finger. She didn't have the right clothes on. Nothing worked. She got an F on her, her test. Everything was measured by standards of the world. And then she came up and she got her heart listened to. And that's how Jesus sees us. He doesn't care if you're smart. He doesn't care if you're good at sports. He doesn't care how you dress. He doesn't care how you look. He cares about your heart. He cares about your heart. So ask Jesus to see people the way he sees them. So I'm going to invite the, van, the band back up real quick. Um, and they're going to play a song. It's called How He Loves. Um, and I really want you guys to just go through this song, and I want you to listen to the lyrics specifically. Um, they're very powerful lyrics, and I want you to hear them for every word that they are, because it's an extremely powerful song, and this is how God loves us. This is how God loves us. <laughs> 